Well, Nancy Pelosi is out of her mind, which is amusing, since she's the one who says now she wishes to try and invoke the 25th Amendment against President Donald Trump, stating that he's not himself following the COVID and that perhaps he shouldn't be running the country. Hi, everyone. I'm National Preview Online host Jamie Dury, and welcome to another National Preview Online podcast. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our podcast by going to the iTunes App Store and search NP Online. Subscribe. Those of you who use Android devices, please go to your Google Play Store, get the Podbean app. It's a uh, hosting service that we use, and you can subscribe to our podcast that way. Please follow our Facebook page as well at facebook.com forward slash National Preview Online. Yes, Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi, uh, despite expressing these faux concerns about the president's state of mind, really needs to be committed to a psychiatric uh, institution. She is an absolute lunatic. And how she remains to be a congresswoman and the Speaker of the House is quite beyond me. But I suppose it's not quite beyond me when one pauses to consider that uh, she comes from one of the most liberal districts in the entire country. She uh, represents, of course, San Francisco. But this move raises to mind certain things when looked at in conjunction with certain other things. We're told by many of these media polls, and I addressed this to a degree yesterday, that Joe Biden is leading Donald Trump by 16 points in the, uh, in the polling. Some other polls have him leading by 10. Um, and if you look at these electoral map projections, they run the gambit. Now, if you go to a left-wing site called 270towin.com, they now have Biden with approximately 308 electoral votes and 123 for Trump uh, at the extreme ranges. As you move, you know, that's aggregating everything. Uh, a lot of Biden's states that they're giving him are, you know, trending or leaning that way, but not strongly that way. Uh, but there's a lot of playing with those numbers. For instance, uh, they, they list Texas as a toss-up. Now, does anyone seriously think that Joe Biden is going to win Texas with those 38 electoral votes? So right away, you can take 38 away, and that 308 now becomes 270. And then you add those uh, back on. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of playing that goes on with these polls. But if he's really this far ahead, why is he campaigning in Pennsylvania? Why is he campaigning in Arizona? Because these states are in play. They're not in his column, as they want you to believe. They have Arizona as a toss-up. They have Pennsylvania as blue. No, I'm not buying into it. Not buying into it at all. Now we have that coupled with Nancy Pelosi trying to invoke the 25th Amendment. If you have the election that sewn up, why are you going down this road? Why are you revealing yourselves to be radicals, which could only armor people against you and may cause you to lose votes? Why would you go in that direction? It just doesn't make any sense. Now, it's either because they know they're behind or they're not ahead by the margin they think, or it's because Nancy Pelosi is an actual lunatic, and it might be 
a combination of the two. But there's something a little more perverse. I was listening to a couple of other shows yesterday, and I picked up some information. In one of these polls that was done by Fox News, they have Biden up. But then they asked people how they plan to vote, not whom, but the manner in which they were planning to vote. When it came to Democrats, only 29% stated that they planned to vote in person on Election Day. Republicans, on the other hand, stated they intended to vote 49% on Election Day, with the rest voting early or through mail-in or absentee ballots. So this is going to make things extremely interesting because on Election Day, they've been setting this up for quite some time, on Election Day, it's going to appear that Donald Trump is very far ahead, and I believe he is ahead, but it's definitely going to appear that he's ahead on Election Day because those are the only votes that are going to have been counted by Election Day. And then the Democrats are going to proceed to try and erode this victory by claiming that all these mail-in votes are all for Biden, and therefore Biden should be declared the president. But this mail-in voting is wrought with fraud and coercion. And that's why the appointment of Amy Coney Barrett is most imperative, because the House only decides the presidency if there's a legitimate tie. But if many of these votes are thrown out because they're fraud or they're their uh, duplicate votes or their dead people voting, uh, it's going to be a different situation. And you're going to have to give greater, you're going to have to, if you have to come down to it and make a choice, you're going to have to assign greater credence to people who actually voted in person, be it early voting, which I think is, is BS anyway, you shouldn't have it, or mail-in or um, on the same day voting, of the election. You're going to have to give greater credence to those votes because you know that real people showed up and cast them. To me, there should only be two ways to vote. You either vote on election day, or if you think you're going to be out of town or you're infirmed that you can't make it to the poll, then you request a ballot and you send in an absentee ballot. That's been done for years. It's been done for our military. But mail-in voting, which is votes that are simply sent out to the voter rolls, which we know are inaccurate, as Jimmy Carter himself and James Baker said, is fraught with risk and coercion. Now, getting back to Nancy Pelosi, there may be a second reason why she's trying to invoke this 25th Amendment, because she didn't just say that she was going to invoke it against Trump. She went on record as saying, well, we have to have some framework. We have to have something set up in place so we can deal with these situations, uh, in, not just with President Trump, but in the future. Now, that tells me that if Trump wins re-election, she's not going to abandon this 25th Amendment idea. She's still going to try and say he's been permanently altered from COVID to try and get him removed. Do I think that's going to work? No. Do I think the country would stand for it? No. I think there would be a revolution. But it also could be that they're looking for a way to get rid of Biden. Crazy Joe, in case he decides to change his mind and not do as he's told and step down after being elected. Now, I think Joe probably would step down, but you never know. Once somebody's in the driver's seat and they have the seats of power, he may begin to delude himself into thinking that he can really pull this off. But Joe Biden is not going to be president for any period of time. 
I think he'll be in office for two years, as I've stated before, two years in one day. Uh, and that's only because they're able to... Um, oh, we're getting calls from our other line, just disregard. That's only because the vice president can serve two years of someone's term, and then they can run for re-election twice, because you can't serve more than 10 years total. 10 years is the most you can serve. If he resigns within the first year, well, then she can only serve out the balance of his term and then run one more time. But Kamala Harris is not a very well-liked woman. I don't think she could win re-election. Uh, I don't think she could run the presidency. She's a dunce. Despite her being a, a prosecutor, she doesn't really have commanded the facts. She's not uh, she's not as smart as she wants you to believe she is. She's, she's a bitch, for sure. She's a bitch. Uh, and she looks it. And I'm sorry if that offends people, but uh, it is a man's world. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. It's a man's world. To the extent, not, not that women don't have equal footing or equal rights with men. I'm so, they do. But look, it's the bottom line. My wife observes this all the time. I can say things to wait staff in a restaurant. I can say things to people in business and people will respond to me, yes, sir, yes, sir, right away, sir. If a woman says it, she's perceived as a bitch. If she tries to say it like a man, women and men are different. A woman can ask for things to be done, but she has to do it in a different way. When a woman tries to act like a man, and say those same things. They just don't come off flattering to a woman when it comes out of a woman's mouth in the form of a masculine response. It just doesn't work. And that's what she tries to do. She's trying to be one of the men. And it just great. She's condescending. She's condescending in Congress to generals when they go before the committees. She's just a nasty, nasty woman. And she's an uber leftist. And this is what you're going to get if you vote for Joe Biden, because she's not, she's not going to be VP. She's going to be the president. He is incapable. But today's podcast was never meant to be a long one. It was just meant to make those few points, because I wanted to make an announcement real quick, because I'm ready to cut off, because I'm going to be listening to something that is historic. Today, on the Rush Limbaugh Show, which has just gone on the air, they're doing the news at the top of the hour. It is now 12.02. In about five minutes or so, seven minutes, the show will begin. Rush Limbaugh, of course, you know, is suffering from stage four lung cancer, and this is treatment week for him. So we had guest hosts Tuesday and yesterday. Today, he's really not still all the way back. He's not feeling up to it. So there's a special guest host. It's going to be Donald J. Trump himself, the president of the United States, will be holding the largest virtual rally in the history of radio, and it's going to start any moment. So why don't you jump off here after you finish this podcast and go listen. For National Preview Online, I'm Jamie Dury. <laughs>